It's not already unli- on fucking struggle bus. It's not unlike us. We've started off on bullshit in the past. Every time we get together to do this podcast, there's always a catastrophe. There's an incident. There's a, you know, a fucking international disaster that we have to address before we can get in here. And, and I'm not talking about Ukraine. I'm talking about... I don't know, life. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not talking about actual. That's just what it feels like. Like, it always kind of feels like it's World War Three in my personal life. Although, I mean, now that you brought it up, not to be a downer, but I mean, my God. Did you see that video of that girl that summed everything up about what's going on in Ukraine? I feel like they just need to quit playing. I did. However, that. like, I didn't really like it because... <laughs> I'm a history major, so I want I don't want the dumbed down version. Like I want to actually read about it and find out. I mean, and it just it does kind of make sense, you know. Like basically, just Ukraine is at like a geographically advantageous place for Russia, and the fact that Ukraine wants to join uh, the European Union is a threat to the Soviet enterprise. Um, you know, this is. You know, this is not NPR, okay? So we're not about to do that. But um, what I will say while we're on the topic of just, like, international relations and shit like that, I was watching on Netflix a docuseries on 9-11 because y'all don't know this about me, but every six months or so I get scandalized by 9-11 and I have to look into it again because I'm just, you know, I don't know. So, but there is a docuseries on uh, 9-11 called Turning Point 9-11 and the War on Terror, whatever. It's like a five-part docuseries that talks about the Middle East, like the conflict in the Middle East, what led up to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like that day, it talks a lot about that day, obviously. And then it talks about the war on terror and like everything up to now with like the current threat of the Taliban now. Um, and it's that what... Us talking about Ukraine and Russia reminded me of that because what I think a lot of people don't understand that led to like 9-11, that led to the amount of terrorism or terrorism in the way that we have it now is like the United States helped Afghanistan break away from Soviet control in the Cold War. So that whole thing, like, you know, the United States created the... uh Mujahideen or something like that in Afghanistan and then like they gave the Afghan people all these tools and weapons and shit to fight against the Soviets and then they said now we're gonna do it to you so that's how 9-11 happened basically so everything is America's fault I was gonna say long story Um, short we just need to burn this bitch to the ground and start over (laughs) long story short like it is our fault um everything and I'm I'm summarizing things wrong so definitely go watch that documentary and also, like, don't listen to TikTok history. Go read a fucking <laughs> Wikipedia article or something. I was just saying. I was so just that saying niggas if, can understand. I was just asking if you had seen it because that I was going to get very much of that energy being like, listen, girls, y'all need to just pack it up. Y'all need to quit playing. 
like y'all need no to... i mean that's fine that's fine i mean i thought it was i thought it was wonderful i thought it was right i was like oh come I'm on girl, saying, you did I, that. Want, I don't want that to be i don't want niggas to be watching that like cnn you know what i oh, mean yeah, like i no, want us to take not, that yeah, that is not and then go ahead and and also complete a google google search right come on let's listen to actual journalists not to say that she's not i don't know her but that was a tiktok let's go listen I don't know to sister, right right let's go listen to actual accredited journalists not necessarily is good not necessarily the niggas on fox not necessarily tamara's husband and them but i'm saying you know you can go listen to people that know what they're talking about and are giving it to you factually and not talking about going down to the continuation schools to get the shooters (laughs) so i want to ask a question because um before we got on the air you were eating ridges Mm -hmm. and it reminded me of a tweet that i made recently yeah, you were. That's why I told you to put them shits up. Do you remember, side story to the side story, do you remember um, when our parents were getting married and you were chewing gum right before we had to walk down the aisle and I made you spit the gum in my hand? Yes. We were talking about that in Philly last week and Denisha was like, that was some real mama bear shit because, <laughs> like, why would you take the gum from his mouth like that? And I was like, bitch, we were about to walk down the aisle. Like, it was pressure. I felt like we was about to go open for Beyonce. Like, shit was going on. <laughs> but, what was- but anyway, I had a tweet mm-hmm. recently that people accused me of being anti-black because I tweeted that Ritz crackers were disgusting. What the fuck is your problem? (laughs) They are. Like, I'm sorry. I'm anti you. I want want better for my people. I want better for you. Ritz crackers fucking suck. I don't... First of all, I have to say that, like, prior to me being told that that was anti-black like i didn't realize that like are ritz crackers a staple in the black community because my mother never fucking bought ritz crackers when i was growing up she always bought townhouse crackers I was gonna say, which are superior like, to ritz I was gonna by say, far I feel like you can tell who who was raised bougie and who is like wow. bougetto based on what kind of crackers they get like, you know it's a real hood bitch if they got them, like, Nabisco brand saltine crackers just chilling. You know the ones that your grandmother give you with the um, Campbell's condensed? Those, those, are, those, are the one, those are the ones. Right. Like, what are you talking about? No, I'm saying those are the ones that are good. Those are the, You know I love anything. Oh. I'm, you know oh. I love anything. That's why I said you could tell it's a real hood bitch. Like, you, that's a real bitch. And then you could tell the bitches who are, like, who was raised bougie like who's trying to like act like they own something or whatever because then they get those nasty crackers that taste like wax like they just not good (laughs) but like ritz crackers are definitely they're not the best cracker but they're definitely not nasty like i don't know what's wrong with you no ritz crackers are fucking nasty like when i eat them like although a club cracker i I will fuck up a club cracker over a ritz cracker and club club is club is good but club is not as good as town in my opinion townhouse is the best cracker that's like that like and i feel like i feel like club crackers are different okay i feel like townhouse and ritz are the same cracker like i feel like townhouse and ritz are like coke and pepsi you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they're like similar flakiness i get what you're saying or whatever but But ritz crackers to me ritz to me they taste cheesy and burnt like they just i can't I can't tell you why. They're just, they've always been nasty to me literally my entire life. I have always hated Ritz crackers. Uh, a nice, soft, buttery, salty. Oh! Like Ritz is so good. 
But that's but that's what townhouse is to me. Now I buy townhouse crackers on the regular, and I be eating the full <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> we not just gonna. I be eating the full sleeve, the full row of townhouse crackers in like ten minutes. No, I could really fuck. See, I could fuck up a, a pack of Ritz like that, and I could fuck up a thing of Oreos like that too. I can eat a whole thing of Oreos in like one sitting. And you like the light skin Oreos too, which well, I don't really fuck it d- with. It depends. It depends. If I'm eating the light skin Oreos, I can only eat so much at a time because they're light. Uh, like they're um they're very sugary. But the they ch- are very, the very sweet. regular chocolate ones get me a pack of double stuff and some milk. Them bitches will be gone. Okay, like you will have to pull me away from the Oreos. Like I've definitely never been a I've never been huge on Oreos. Let me say I've never hated Oreos. I really like the mini ones that come in the bag because mm-hmm. I like being able to put the whole Oreo in my mouth personally. Yeah. Yeah. I I do also like, you know, taking the cookie apart and licking the cream, but like I I don't know, I'm grown. I like the bite-sized ones so you can put the whole shit in your mouth. Like I'm into that. Um, but I definitely have never been into a light skin Oreo, and I've also never really been into Oreos with milk. What I will eat with milk though, give me a crunchy chips ahoy. Let's see. With some milk. A Chips Ahoy is really good. Also, for the people that do like the light skin Oreos, get you the birthday cake ones. Only eat like one or two at a time, though, because you will go into diabetic shock. But anyway. the You know what else is some good fucking cookies to have with milk? You know the fucking Pillsbury cookies that you can get out the box, like the seasonal ones, and they're mm-hmm. just the little sugar cookies with the little, mm-hmm. with the little, um, like, you know, in Halloween, there'll be like a, a pumpkin printed yeah. on it or whatever. Like, I still have some reindeer ones in my freezer right now that I'm about to go pop in the oven later. Them shits with some milk, bro. I was going to say, get Those you some. Shits. I was going to say, get you some of them, um, some of them cookies the fuck what are they called like the toll townhouse cookies the ones that are like the white chocolate macadamia nut and the like milk chocolate oh, and the oh what are those goddamn shits called right i don't know but i know they have the milano cookies yes but the what milano is the cookies. fucking brand but whatever brand of cookies that makes all those cookies in the white bag with the goddamn y'all be, y'all be putting y'all pussies they know their way around a cookies. cookie okay Y'all be they be the putting their the whole cookie. cookie in that cookie. Because, listen, clit and all, labia majora and minora, <laughs> like, y'all be in here doing the damn thing when y'all are making the motherfucking cookies, and they hit with some milk. And I love it. Clit and all. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely the case. And I'm not even really a sweets person, you know what I mean? But, like, those Milano cookies... Like, I don't know. I'm not a sweets on the regular person, but, like, I, I am a snacker. Like, I, I like to have... You're definitely a snack girl. Like, I like bags of chips or, like, things of cookies or, like, every now and again I'll get you a donut. You definitely love a bodega run. I was going to say, every now and again I'll get a donut. Like, I like things to eat. But one thing that I feel like will always be my downfall is anything gummy. Especially if it's, like, um, like, if it has, like, what are those shits? Like, they're kind of, like, they're chewy, and then you, like, chew on them, and it has that little, like, sour thing that oozes out. Shit like that is, like, mad good to me. Like, I'll always eat those, like. 
I definitely love a gummy snack. Um, I've always been big on, you know, uh, sour patches, like the watermelons or a gummy, a gummy worm or whatever. But I'm also very, very particular about it. Like, you know, I'm just, I've discovered this. And it's kind of a sad thing. And it, this might be an eating disorder. But, like, I don't really like eating food anymore. I hate it. And <laughs> I really don't like eating food. There's just not really much appealing about it. But I feel like. And that's because I just think that the things that I like, I need to really, really like them. Like, I think that I have it in my head maybe that food is really for pleasure. And so if I'm not just, like, super in love with it, then I feel like it's not good enough for me to eat it. So I can't really be out here. Like, I love gummy worms. And no trolley gummy worms are not the worst gummy worms in the world. But, like, they used to sell these fucking... They used to have these gummy worms at Tedeschi's. Now, y'all don't know nothing about no goddamn Tedeschi's, okay? Y'all don't know about Tedeschi's. Tedeschi's um, used to be a stop. They, Tedeschi's used to be a stop, and I remember before we even knew that 7-Eleven was going to buy all the Tedeschi's and change them, right. I used to debate with my friends about 7-Eleven versus Tedeschi's, and I have always hated 7-Eleven. I fucking, I would refuse to go to 7-Eleven because there was always the Tedeschi's nearby. And now there's no Tedeschi's. They're all 7-Eleven, but Tedeschi's, they used to have their own brand of candy. They used to have their own little generic brand, and they used to be two for a dollar. And they used to have these gummy worms. They had gummy worms, and they had, like, these little gummy smileys. Like, okay, mm -hmm. do you remember the gummy, the uh, the Walmart brand fruit snacks that used to be smiles? Because the Walmart brand, like, their thing was smiley faces before it was the star thing. Yeah, I think My so. My mom used to stay yeah. in the smiley, the smiley face Walmart brand fruit snacks. Them shits was bomb. So Tedeschi's had, like, a gummy bear or gummy worm sour thing that was in a similar shape as those smiley face fruit snacks from Walmart. And they were so good. Like, I used to go and get, like, six bags of them shits because it was the Tedeschi's across from Berkeley. So all the years I spent at Berkeley in high school, like, I was going to that Tedeschi's. I was getting those fruit snacks. When they closed the Tedeschi's, I have not found a gummy, a, a sour gummy fruit snack that I like as much since. It's kind of like when cream savers went away. Like, I just think I have to, I just have to put that part of my life to rest now. It's over. Nah, what, what's actually really crazy, it's kind of like the opposite of that sentiment. One fruit snack that you can find everywhere that I actually really, really love. And it's crazy that I love it so much. But like, you know, those gummy bears and the gummy worms that come, they're like at every single store like every corner store every bodega every everything like when you go in there they're in that red and yellow packaging and sometimes it's like one for 89 cents or like two for 150 and like they're kind of ashy like i don't know why i love I, I don't think i know what you're talking about well somebody knows what i'm talking about those ashy ass fruit snacks like that are kind of like stiff until you start to bite them and then they get kind i don't know i don't know what it is about them sounds like sounds like it wouldn't be my ministry i don't know they're like the only way i can think to describe them is ashy and like i know somebody's gonna know what i'm talking about but those shits are so good like they taste like they're worth 89 cents 
<laughs> to be fair. Did you ever but. um did you ever used to eat the penny candy? Like and it was but penny candy is expensive though. It's like two fifty or something like that, a bag. I don't think I've But they got those they got those big usually they're at CVS's and Walgreens and they got those these like big juicy like two tone gummy worms. I used to get them a lot, but they're expensive. They're very, very delicious. That's like the one that's like the only one that I'll still entertain now. But like they they really ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? They ain't really nothing. But yo, one of our friends came to get his hair done recently and he brought some sour belts over here. I ain't had a sour belt before that in years. I gotta go get me some of them sour belts. Them shits was bomb. No, that really I mean, awakened something in me. I, me and my sister have been fucking up twin snakes. Some what? Twin snakes. They're like um, twin snakes. Yeah, they um they're like gummy worms, except they're like well not glued, but like it's two gummy worms together, and one of them is sweet and one of them is sour. And like that sounds like some country shit. No, it's like it's I. I, don't get me to lying and saying it's Haribo or whatever, but like it's all over. Like I've been eating them in Boston and all over. Like, come on. I never seen that before. I don't believe you. Bitch, go into a motherfucking CVS <laughs> or Walgreens. No, I'm just kidding. I just don't know what you're talking about, but I believe you. Yeah, no, twin snakes <laughs> are like really good. Um, but like again, because they're they have like that sweet and sour thing. Like I like the sour coated candy, but like the just straight up. Oh, the inside of this candy is supposed to be sour. That's always been too much. Like you don't like warheads. No, I can fuck with warheads now. But when I was a kid, I definitely oh. used to be like nah. I've always loved warheads, but the, like, but nah. warheads are also warheads are also sour than sweet. Like warheads are really sour, but they're only sour for ten seconds, and then they're sweet. Right. I had to. I think I was like thirteen or fourteen or whatever when I like started fucking with warheads. When I was a kid, I because I like I said I would like the um, sour skittles used to be my shit. I used to fuck up some sour skittles. I could never. I could honestly never really get behind sour skittles because they my mouth would be torn up like i didn't mind i really it. could only eat six or seven sour skittles at a time like i would get a bag of them but it would take me two days because like it's too much like it's a fucking hazard i honestly don't even think that they should be serving that in stores like it, it <laughs> seems like it just seems like it's a bit much um but i went through a phase with lemon heads for a while and like lemon I heads really, are really good from what i remember I just love lemony stuff. And lemon heads are great because they taste like a lemon. Like, they're really, like, they don't taste like fake nothing. Like, I feel like a lemon head tastes like lemon and sugar. And, you know, the, probably the weirdest thing about me, food-wise, is my tendency to eat lemons as snacks. And when I do... You just slice it like a grapefruit or an orange or whatever, and I just sprinkle it with a little sugar, and boom, you eat that. That's why you know my acid crazy? reflux is so bad. But lemon heads are bomb. You know what's crazy? I like cooking with citrus, like, in general, like, just using it for a lot of different things. Like, especially because, like, when it comes to cleaning my meat and stuff, I, like, I like to keep a lime on hand keep, or keep lime, like a bag of limes, some lemons on hand or whatever. Um, there was a point in time where we was just randomly buying oranges, and I made some, like bomb ass um it was like a citrusy mary it was a dressing i use it as a dressing but like it could have been a marinade whatever but like cooking with citrus is just so it adds like such a depending on where you use it and what you use it for it just makes everything taste so like much brighter and clean and like it's not as 
Like, like I don't know. I just fuck with it. I mean, any like lemony stuff is just bomb. Like, that's like getting Italian food recently. I've definitely all but fully gone into the direction of just like shrimp scampies, chicken piccatas. You know, all your fresh lemony parsley things that's real mm-hmm. light and airy. I love that shit now. Niggas be looking at me um, kind of crazy because I be, because um, like I said, I be cleaning my meat. I be putting like lemon and lime and shit on my steak because like I even clean. Because people be like, oh, you're not supposed to clean the steak. You just rinse it or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm, that's cute for y'all. Like this shit been sitting in this blood all day and shit or whatever. I'm cleaning this meat. Like, I'm not finna do it like I would chicken, but I'm finna hit it with a little bit of something. But, and it be making it all nice and tender, too, like, when you toss it around and shit. But, mm, whatever, that's just me. Well, I do want to ask, you know, well, I want to ask what was trash on the TL, but before we get there, because Black History Month, unfortunately, wrapped up on Monday this week, and I started this whole food conversation out by saying what I was told was my anti-black take, which was that Ritz crackers are nasty. I'm wondering, do you have any anti-black takes? Do you have any black card revoked takes? Um, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I do. Um, it's probably also food related. It's pr- <laughs> the, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. This is one that would upset the whole diaspora that I actually spoke about on Twitter earlier today. I do not like anything like about the existence of mango. Like... Of what? Mango. Of mango? Yeah, like anything related to mango and the fact that it exists, it's just, I feel like it's a disturbance to me personally. Like, I'm exaggerating. I'm kidding. I've used some like mango scented body wash before. That should be good. I mean, I think that like it's okay because we're black Americans. So it's kind of like, now let me say, somebody was was on Facebook and they were like, oh, I wish I could remember what the exact thing was, but it was some extremely black American shit. And somebody who's who I'm friends with who's like Jamaican and like not at all black American was like, oh, like I guess I'm not black or whatever. Like it was one of those things. And it was like, I was just aggravated thinking that because I was like, yo, like, you know, like, I just wish I could remember what the so example then, was. I guess for something but, that's specifically black American, then I would say a lot of, like, what y'all consider to be classic movies, I have not seen a lot of those. I'm not going to put So myself- those, these are the things that I really want to get into because I feel like, because we can't get in here and be like, oh, like, I'm not black because I don't like oxtail. First of all, I'm not saying that. I love oxtail. We fuck up oxtail behind right, you. Right, oxtail like, are good. You know, that's not really on the thing. But if that was a thing, like, you know, like, it's not really the same because that's not something that's universally black or specific to my black experience. Like, our black American ass experience, I get my black card revoked for not liking Ritz crackers, I guess. And... I don't know. I, I think I have other things, but I can't think of what they are. I've definitely said some shit that I've had black people looking at me crazy for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying All to the think. Time. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't like potato salad or like macaroni salad, but like, and I know. But that's but not like, a good yeah, enough example because you I do like of, macaroni salad. I do not like, like macaroni. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck have you ever seen me oh, eat? Oh, I thought you said you like macaroni salad. I was about to say, when the fuck have you ever well, seen me eat macaroni salad? Because I don't like mayonnaise. Oh, like you don't that. like mayonnaise. I don't like mayonnaise. And I don't eat yeah. eggs either. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, but that's just. But that's and I don't like pickles. I don't like pickles shit. and relish and shit like that. Yeah, you're definitely annoying to go. Or mustard. Spot with mustard's nasty too. Ranch, blue cheese, all that shit. Disgusting, bitch. Disgusting. Like you just don't like no fucking condiments. You just want to put Cajun and Alfredo on every fucking thing. That's why you ain't got no variety in your palate. First of all, Cajun and Alfredo was you getting better, played by you this better, point. You better get you. I'd be with, making um, my own sauces. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, because I'd be in there cooking, <laughs> so I make what I want to eat. Because these bitches is out here cooking all this shit. That's nasty. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. You know what I will say is bomb, speaking of cooking? Like, I really am still on this herb salad base. Like, <laughs> I've been talking about this for a week. You really have. I went to Wegmans and I only seen one case of it. A lot of people, I've been talking to people about this. And, like, whenever I bring it up, like, everybody I talk to, they're like, really? That's a thing? I'm like, y'all ain't never seen that. It's so bomb. It's like it go, it's got dill in it. Like it's, <laughs> it's got dill in it. <laughs> nah. Like it's just got so much good. I don't I don't know if there's Wegmans down here, but for all my niggas that's down south, which I don't know how many of y'all are down south are listening to this, but if you go into Publix, they have um salad bases in Publix too. And there's this one like sesame ginger salad base and, and i think it kind of has like some pineapple chunks in it too bitch throw some chicken in that bitch that shit be so fucking good but you know i love me anything that's like citrusy asiany ginger do. ginger is like my you go-to love sp- a ginger scallion right ginger is like ginger my scallion go-to asian chicken <laughs> i've made like... i've done like Anything that you could think of, a ginger scallion, anything, I've made it. Like, I've made a ginger scallion pastelito with, like, ground chicken. Like, you just, just all of these just multicultural, you know, bullshits <laughs> just coming on in here. Right, I was like, um, I was like, I feel like this shit would be mad good, like, in the, in the filling and fried. And so I tried it, and that shit was mad good. Like, I've recently been struggling a little bit because... All I want to eat is nigger food. You know what I mean? Like, all I want to eat is soul food. And so you want the hog mocks, the ham to, hocks, the collard greens. I mean, I don't need ham hocks and all that shit, but I definitely <laughs> I definitely want mac and cheese and collard greens and, and black eyed peas over rice. And I mean, so I, I just want to eat up like that. Easter is what I'm hearing, because I feel like that's the next time mama's going to get to cooking like that. I mean, Easter was... Oh wait, no, no, it wasn't. I was like, it's March, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> ma'am. No, I was gonna say, I wasn't gonna say was. I was gonna say is coming up. Like, I was gonna say, isn't it like next week or something? I don't think it is. I don't know. I never know when Easter is. I never I know when really Easter is. I don't ever. I never know when it is until like. The... I'm not doing. I'm not getting together with the girls for Easter. I'm sorry. I'm not. We're hardly even Christians. I'm not doing that with y'all. Um, but. I just want to kind of eat like that more. So I've been looking and seeing soul food near me. And I'm realizing that there's actually more soul food spots in this area than I thought. So starting next week or so, like, I think I'm going to start, like, trying to try a new whole uh, soul food spot every week. 
and just like see what the good ones are because all I really know out here, like all I really know is like Haley House, down home delivery and pit stop. Like that's all I, where I ever really oh, go. Oh no, baby, there's so many more spots. Yeah, you just gotta get where, 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 where are the spots? Where are the spots? There's Maxine's. Um, it's kind of like they, I forget what the full name of it is, but I know it's Maxine's. They're in the hood. Don't get me to lying about what, what exact street they're on. Me and Mama's went there probably like twice, like a couple years ago. But their food was mad good. They had like some, um, they had collard greens. They had the um, candied yams. They had some mac and cheese. I think Mama's got some turkey wings. Um, and I'm pretty sure I got beef. But, like, either way, the food was mad good. Like, you should go there. There is... um, There is Kitchen 51 or 51 Kitchen. It's in Fields Corner. That's closed. 50 Kitchen closed last month. 50 Kitchen closed? And 50 Kitchen... 50 Kitchen doesn't really count because 50 Kitchen is not traditional soul food. 50 Kitchen was fusion, so... And it was new age, so it's not really what I'm looking for. Like, yeah, there's, like... And so... There are, of course, other, like, black-owned spots that I know of, obviously. But if it's not doing what I'm looking for, like, if the if it's not giving barbecue or it's not giving you, you know, like, you know, yeah. I can't have the New Age shit right now. Of course I love that shit, but for this, I'm looking for something a little bit more traditional. I mean... I know about a bunch of good breakfast spots. That's the thing. Like, I know of a lot of good black breakfast spots where you can get a good, you know, Negro breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like home fries, but like real home fries? I don't like home fries in any context. You don't like home fries? My nigga, what? I don't like home fries at all, ever. What? The, do you, but and do you I, like hash I browns? I lied about it. I lied about home fries for years. Do you like hash browns? Of course. Okay. I mean, I don't like corned beef and hash and shit like that. So A lot of people don't like corned beef hash. A lot of people were saying recently that that's dog food, you know, and I was taking offense to that or whatever because, like, you know, that's why I'm so big and strong now is because I grew up eating corned beef hash. But it's, this is the thing. Like, you grew up eating that nasty I'm shit. I'm from Boston. And a lot I'm from of us, Boston, you know, too. Bitch, I'm from heavily Bad Japan, and I did not eat that Irish. shit. We, a lot of us have been heavily influenced by the Irish. Your family was not. Corned beef hash is an Irish thing. And there's a lot of Irish people in Boston. That's why my family eats it. Y'all just wasn't hanging around them niggas. And that's cool. You know, I'm not saying that you had to. You know, that no. reminds me. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And let me just say, I'm not celebrating St. Patrick's Day. And I don't want to hear nobody tell me I'm a fucking party pooper for not celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I'm not Irish. And I don't drink. There's no other reason... For me to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I remember coming up my whole life and having to defend myself <laughs> for not celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Like, could you imagine me if I walked into an Irish person and I was like, what do you mean you're not singing the Black National Anthem on Juneteenth? Like, can you imagine? Like, what the fuck? So, no. Well, but Stacey's I, I might Irish have a can and of I Stacy's Irish and we drink, so <laughs> I just might be drunk that day. Well, if you if you want to go have your white mom biracial dreams on St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to go ahead and let you have that. 
I it don't gotta be no white mom biracial nothing. I don't know what the hell you see. You're taking shit and dragging it. Just because, just because she's how That's how I feel whenever you start being like, well, Stacy, like, I'll be like, fine, go ahead then. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I'm saying she's Irish and we are in close proximity to one another and we both drink and it's holidays, so we'll probably be drunk together. Well, I hope you enjoy your biracial holiday. <laughs> you know what, bitch? I feel like <laughs> I feel like the hating spirit is calling you right now, and y'all are playing phone tag. And I'm gonna need you to go ahead and drop that line before we have an issue. So what was trash on the TL? Like, pong. Did you see? There was mad shit. I I got shit from Matt long ago. Shit from recently. We, it's been like a month and a half since we recorded. Right, like I just be I just be taking notes. <laughs> but uh, the thing that I'm thinking about most recently, like, did you see? Um, did you see that girl that tried to like come for single mothers, talking like, oh, um. Like, she put that video of that little boy um, pole dancing or whatever. Not even really pole dancing, but, like, swinging on the pole. And everybody tried to act like the little boy was pole dancing and trying to, like, make it a bigger deal than what it was. And she was getting read to bits on the timeline. The little boy on the pole? Yeah, like, um, I don't even know what, what the... I don't even know no context to it. I just know that I saw... I forget what even the, it was a quote tweet, and I forget the wording of the original tweet, but I know that she quoted it with a video and was like, oh, because this is how single mothers are raising their sons. And it was a boy just like mm-hmm. swinging on the, mm-hmm. on I've seen yeah. That. Um, and I saw, it, it, I didn't see that tweet. I saw it by way of her getting ate the fuck up <laughs> on my timeline because they was dragging her to fucking shreds and pieces. Um as she deserved they was dragging her to shreds and pieces for saying this is how single moms be raising her kids their kids yeah it's funny because i did not see this on twitter i seen this on facebook and like i have to say like because i think it might be a little bit weird how much i reference facebook how much i use it but like it's because of the groups because you can't like you know create groups of people on twitter the way that you can on facebook well they have lists that work kind of like that but then you have to like it's not the same it's not like it's not the same it's not but it's a different and it's not the same as having a facebook group like i just like i just like how that's formatted better it's not as intimate right Right, like, my Black Girls with Bunnies Facebook group, like, having a list on Twitter is not going to be like that. At all. I love Twitter, but for different reasons. Like, Twitter is still my second most used app, but Facebook is not number one. Twitter's higher, but I'm saying, like, you know, that's why I use Facebook so much, and also because that's my family app. Like, I do actually like seeing what my family do. Like, my whole timeline is, like, pretty much... My mom, my dad, cousins, you know, shit like that. So it's kind of like family Twitter. But <clears throat> the takes be opposite. <laughs> because <laughs> I did not see nobody dragging this girl for saying 
this is how single moms be raising their kids. I seen everybody saying, this is how single moms be raising their kids. Like, <laughs> everybody was just saying that. Like, so it's funny. So say more about it. So, <laughs> um, the, the thing about it was like, or because, you know, Twitter is Twitter and the discourse that goes on in, on Twitter is like vastly different than Facebook because my Facebook looks very similar to yours except my cousins are very ghetto I mean yeah but my cousins are very ghetto and they (laughs) all be like talking mad shit they be sharing mad memes and just they just be funny so it's like between my friends and my family I'm like steady laughing joking all that and um so but I haven't I didn't see it on Facebook I saw it on Twitter where everybody was like um like why are y'all like why are y'all acting like this like it's a kid like they have poles on the playgrounds and stuff like that like everybody and it's funny too because there was a play I, right um you remember i'm not gonna say her name on the podcast but you remember that girl that you went to girl scouts with that we ended up going to bls with Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we went mm-hmm. to we were we went to middle school together before we got to bls and the playground at school had uh one of the poles on it and um this is like a story or whatever i got in trouble because i said something to her or not in trouble but like in trouble with her you know like she was mad at me because i had said something to her about the poll and she was like nah you just made it weird like she was like you made it weird and that was you know a lesson that i learned in like sixth grade so the fact that like people are grown as fuck out here making shit weird like i feel like is a valid point to critique like because it, it it was never given like stripper you know what i'm saying like it wasn't given like dance or none of that and the fact that that's what people were trying to act like it was giving was just too much like right i agree but I like mean, i agree. You know? i mean i mean everybody I, i'm sure on facebook people well let me not say i'm sure um, because like I said, I didn't see it on Facebook, but like people on Facebook were probably getting their jokes off. Sure. But like, right. I feel like that on, pretty much be what it is on Facebook. Yeah. Like Twitter really be like discord. Right. Like they were, dra- they were dragging it on Twitter. Like people were being dead ass. And people on Facebook just be saying whatever the fuck they want to say, because that's what they're going to do on Facebook. But, and I mean, I don't be caring either way. Like, I mean, sometimes I do care. Like I definitely be. Because obviously there's so much more insufferable content on Facebook. So I have to, my unfriend button and like my mute button and shit, like it be going on and popping, like my blog button. But Twitter is mostly what I want to see already. But I think this also just speaks to like, I feel like a lot of the times people want there to be something where there's not really something. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. people are really kind of obsessed with the idea that children are being over-sexualized or exposed to shit that they're not supposed to be exposed to or that they're too young for shit. Like, people are really obsessed with that idea that, like, people are corrupting them. Right. And I think that because, you know, the idea of a, quote, young single mother who might have a pole in her house, which doesn't really mean much of anything other than she probably has a lot of talent and is trying to get her, you know, she probably trying to work out because that's a workout. Like, and it's impressive and it's a beautiful art. Like, I was impressed with what he did. And, like, as somebody who has, like, 
you know, taken a lap dance class, done a little bit of this, done a little bit of that. Like, this kind of performance is art and it's difficult and it boosts your confidence. And people love to, like, make that into something that is not. And, like, when there's a child involved, like, you see where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So people love to kind of create these scenarios in their head because they really, like, you know, like, just let it be what it is. Like, it's honestly for our whole benefit, all of our benefit, that he sees this as a kind of beautiful art so that, yeah, maybe one day when he's 25 and he's going to the strip club, he's not going to fucking treat the dancers like shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, not even not even all of the implications of that or whatever. It's just simply the fact that, like, I know a lot of people on Twitter were talking about, like, oh, look at his core strength. He could have interest in gymnastics and this and that or whatever. Da-da-da-da. And, it, like, I just simply feel like, I mean... And because, of course, I'm not saying, like, oh, people should be exposing their kids to, like, sexual things because that's wrong and, of course, all that, all that. But, like, the, just the simple, like, (laughs) but I do think, but I do think it is okay for kids to be raised in an environment where not everything is so sexualized. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I was trying to go. Yes, like, I'm, I'm helping you get there. I'm, I was helping you get there. Thank you. That's where I was trying like, to go. Like, we, only, we only think of pole dancing so sexually because we're considering it in that context. Right. And then we treat people who engage in that activity in a certain way. That's why I said that piece of like, you know, mm-hmm. it's for our all benefit that we expose our kids to things like this and not over-sexualize it. Like, like it's okay. Treat it as if it's you know, just like, normal, like, because... Right, it's just normal. Like, obviously, that doesn't mean that they have to strip tease. It doesn't mean that they have to lap dance. But, like, if their mom is doing this, like, it's not sexual. It's a beautiful performance art. Like, you know... And it's it's all what you make it. It's it all goes back to like <clears throat> when we think about sex ed. You know, I worked with a one of my close friends in high school, you know, like she was building curriculum, sex ed curriculums and everything like that, and is a firm believer and a proponent for sex ed starting very early, like kindergarten, first grade, second grade. And a lot of people are like whoa about that but it's not like you're teaching them how babies are made you're just teaching them bodily awareness teaching them about consent teaching them that they can have boundaries with their bodies and their space these things are not exposing your kids to sexual things it's just preparing them to respect themselves respect other people and it will just make them have a more healthy relationship with sex when it does happen. I don't really understand why we don't want that for our kids. Why do we want them to struggle to find that? You know, why don't we want them to have their first sexual encounter be awkward and with them not knowing anything and putting them all at risk and in fucked up situations? Like, why do we not want to expose our kids to some fucking knowledge about their bodies and and some good shit so that they can one day protect themselves and protect others and treat everybody with respect and consent. Right. That's why so much of that is lacking in the world because their fucking parents were too pussy to say anything to them about sex. Well, because My a lot parents of parents are too pussy to say anything to me about sex and then were mad at me because I was out here fucking. A lot of 
parents like you parent, didn't tell me what the fuck to do a lot of parents parent reactively instead of proactively and i feel like that's just where people need to start doing better at like if you give everybody like like i, I understand if like I mean, God forbid, like, hopefully, because, like, I, I agree with you, you know, getting to your kids young, like, but my mom got to, because me and Brandon grew up so closely, even though he was, like, four years older than me, like, I never got the, the talk, like, when Brandon got the talk or whatever, but, like, it was definitely very much so, like, no, don't have kids, like, sex leads to babies, and da da da, da like, don't be having kids young or whatever because she had kids young and she knew all that but like it was never like in depth really detailed and da 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 da. like i got that at some point eventually but like i i agree with you no i i used to fucking ask i used to like i wouldn't like bring it up but like they would have a way of like asking us shit and i would be like yeah so what's up and then they would be like or at least my dad would be like nah you're not ready for all that we'll come back to it later (laughs) so i decided to do my own fucking research because i'm fucking just smart and independent and i know better you know i mean i definitely did my own research too and so i just went out here and fortunately for me I had a lot of friends that made a lot of fucking mistakes. Sorry, ladies, to say it, but, like, all of my friends had horror stories. Like, not all of them, but I had enough friends at the time that had horror stories of, like, fucking with boyfriends that they barely liked and was barely with and they was barely ready and it was a horrible experience and all type of shit. And I didn't know everything, but I was already on birth control for natural you know, reasons, period reasons, menstrual reasons or whatever. And then, like, so I knew about contraceptives from that. And then I learned from hearing from my friends that I just knew to wait until I was ready. Like, I just knew that. And then I think what also worked in my favor is just being polyamorous, which I didn't know at the time. I didn't have the vocabulary for that, but just always having this sort of free flowing idea of love and relationships. Like I kind of understood that I didn't need to like pretend to be in love with somebody or like it didn't have to be about that. You know, it could just be chill. So I waited until I was ready, you know, and then there was just one season. I don't know. I bloomed. And then I was like, (laughs) you know, I just kind of feel like, you know, <laughs> I just started getting, you know, just a little, like, I started feeling myself a little bit. I don't know. I went into heat, I guess. Nah, <laughs> I don't know. I, ne- I never and went in the heat. I came but... across, I came across somebody that I wanted to, you know, engage with. And we was friends. We was cool. We was bros, I guess, you know, but there was an attraction. And I don't really fully remember how, but one of us proposed the idea It was very casual, but there was a respect there. And then we proceeded to do it casually for a while. And he held me down, you know, and I (laughs) held him down. And we was cool, you know. And, you know, there there was other elements. So I don't want to reduce it all to that. But, like, there was definitely other elements to it. Mad love, mad respect. We're friends to this day. However, like, we was friends. And that... It's not to say that I don't have sexual trauma or that I never made a mistake or fucked up or, like, 
had sex maybe when I shouldn't or, or you know, like, miss so many of us have those stories, but, like, I have, I can't, I don't owe it to, like, I can't thank my parents <laughs> or any adults in my life for the healthy relationship with sex that I had in my adolescence because they didn't tell me fucking nothing. I came about that. Me and my bro, we did that together. <laughs> like, me and my buddy, <laughs> we discovered, we put those pieces together. Didn't nobody sit me down and say nothing. My mother said, if you get pregnant, I'll kick you out. And I said, okay, so I won't get pregnant. That was all I had. That was all I had. I mean, I guess I had a similar thing, but, like, it hits different being the person that's not getting pregnant. So, yeah. I think that, like, so much more, I think so much more of the focus was on, like, making sure I didn't get groomed by a pedophile. Like, I think, I feel like I had so much of those talks. Like, Uh I felt like there was a lot of, like, internet surveillance and, like, talking with me about, like, you know, just, like, I I had a lot of exposure. My mother would talk to me a lot about people she knew that, like, had horrible experiences with those kinds of things. So she was, like, make sure you, like, if anybody touches you, you know, like... I always, it was like that, but that never happened to me. Thank God, you know? So, like, I was, for me, that was always kind of like, thanks for scaring me, Mom. Like, I'm glad you're telling me, but, like, I'm I'm okay. Like, you know, like, We're going to have to put some trigger warnings on this part. It's okay. It's fine. But, no, no, it's real. Like, it's real. It's definitely, like... Like, I definitely remember my mom being like, no, like, not letting me go over nobody's houses for reasons like that. Like, we definitely had, like, um, like talks about stuff. It was just never really, like, too detailed and too, like, too... It was never really, like, so, you know, when a woman and a man lo- love each other so much and they come together. Like, it wasn't, like, how you see on TV, like, at all. But it w- also wasn't, like okay, so this happens, and then that happens, and then this happens, and then that happens, and then boom, this is how you get pregnant, and then this, and then that, like, kind of like you, I was very much so, like, like, if I wanted to know about it, I knew how Google worked, so. I also feel like, though, we're of the generation that we had plenty TV specials. Right. We definitely... We had Secret Life of the American I was about to say, I, to this day, if I feel the the urge, I will go back and watch The Secret... Actually, I'm going to start watching that soon. And I just not want to say, like, Secret Life of the American Teenager is so motherfucking trifling because... These bitches was just pregnant and just having babies, like, and I'm just like, nah. I think that was what when is this? I think that was when I like. Well, no, it definitely was when I fell in love with um, Adrian. I, Shailene. I, oh, no. I was gonna say with Shailene Woodley. Like, no, ah. I can't. I mean, I have to say, like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Shailene Woodley. I'm not not a fan of I her. She's I just, cute. Yeah, no, I, I'm a fan of how she looks. Definitely, I just haven't seen her much outside of the Secret Life of the American Teenager. She was in something that I was impressed by her. She was I'm in the Fault in our, She was in the Fault in Our Stars, and then she was also. It in, wasn't that she was in I the mean, Divergent yes, series. I did see like her in too. that. 
Maybe it was Divergent that I was thinking about. I liked her in Divergent. Yeah, I have I just I don't it, think I've seen the Divergent movies. She was very interesting. She was very I didn't like her very much in Secret Life of the American yeah no amy was so like everybody like amy was was the worst amy was the worst person in that whole show like everybody else like the whole rest of the cast was the reason to watch that show except for amy in my opinion like how do you let george have a better storyline than you Fucking her mom. I don't think I could watch that now. No, I I watch it because I love Molly Ringwald. Is it bad? Like, is it bad? So, like, is the acting bad? The acting is terrible for the first season. Yeah, I can't watch that. And then the second season, the acting is bad. The third season, when Adrian gets pregnant, that's when the story gets really good and the um, drama gets really good and the acting gets better. Oh, yeah, but then she loses the baby. Right. Right. So then that's when every, like, that's why I'm saying that's when every everything that's when the show gets good is like in the third season like adrian's pregnancy storyline is like like shailene woodley started like actually acting her ass off that's when ashley like got to move into the um garage or whatever so she was like her character was developing as like a person um molly ringwald at some point like was leaving like she was going back and forth to take care of that grandmother i think or some shit like that so like they were really getting to just like grow oh yeah and, and then didn't like, she get pregnant too right she got pregnant and then oh my well no God. that was because though that was because <laughs> molly ringwald had got pregnant in real life i of course i like i said i knew yeah, how google worked of course you know all the stuff <laughs> yes i know everything <laughs> but molly ringwald had got pregnant in real life and so they had made her get pregnant on the show and so it was kind of just like uh that was funny to see because you know that's some shit that be happening in real life like but so it was funny to see like in that context or whatever especially because it was mad funny amy was like you can't be pregnant you're mad old and she oh no she was like you can't have a baby you're mad old and she was like well you can't have a baby you're mad young right i do remember that and everybody was like right that shit was mad funny (laughs) to me like i've always felt that shit funny but um yeah, and then I remember it was mad messy because she couldn't remember if it was George's or that dude that she was sleeping with. And then the dude was like, oh, I'm sterile. And then George saw him out and he was like, oh, it turns out I'm not sterile. And the kids that he had looked exactly like their son. I was like, ooh. ooh. Right. I was like, ooh. But that's why I'm saying, like, after the third season, that's when the show gets mad good. Like, You know entirely too much about this show, I have to say. I've watched Sorry. it like five or six times. You've seen it too much. I've only seen it once. Oh, no. I, I Like I said, when I feel the urge, I will go back and watch it. I mean, you definitely love this this dirty, nasty, fucking white trash teenage whore shit. <laughs> Why would you call it? <laughs> like, you just absolutely dragged it. Like I'm sorry. I don't even know if anybody heard that because I was so far from the mic probably did pick up well it doesn't matter anyway that's just the reality of the situation sorry i call it how i see it not to Um, not to be completely off topic like everything about this show isn't completely off topic but i feel like we've talked about so many so many different things like can i also tell you what was trash on the tl but it's something that's very niche like yes okay like it's something that i'm very like 
kind of into but like have you been seeing all those tweets about like the new deal for animation no okay so i'll try to i'll just be really brief basically like animators and shit are not being paid what they should be like for the type of quality that they be bringing for the type of work that they be doing for the type of hours that they be putting in all that kind of shit like it's not it it don't studios don't be given what need to be gave period and like um a lot of animators and showrunners and stuff are coming out being like basically they're they're putting mad they're they're (laughs) i don't want to say scamming but like say show you know how shows nowadays are doing like those 10 episodes a season kind of shit Mm -hmm. so like unfortunately right so infinity train for example i don't know how many people watch infinity train but i love infinity train um and it had 10 episodes a season basically and so they have four seasons which is 40 episodes well but it's like 40 11 minutes so let me see that would be like 20 half hours basically which is how they order tv so but long story short they had four seasons of tv but they because it was considered one season they got paid the same amount of money for like the whole time they were doing four seasons even though it was pr- promoted as four different seasons all this all that or whatever da, 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 da. and like people might be like oh yeah but i mean it's getting order like da, da, da. but that's not the point you know like when you get when live action people so they got paid like it so they got paid like it was one season but it was really four it was the effort of four seasons it was the effort of four seasons and they had wrote um a movie script too so they did four seasons and a movie the movie never got produced but they did four movies. They did four seasons in a movie, and they all got paid as if it was just one season. I see. Yes. So, like, and people are saying, like, the deadlines are getting shorter, but the quality of work is, like, going up. But, like, they're not really doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not paying, like, how they're supposed to be paying and shit like that. And I don't know. I just feel like that's just not fair. Because every, even if you're not into, like, cartoons and shit like I am, everybody, like, at, like, Every everything is animated, like the Marvel movies and shit. Be mad animated. That shit's all green screened and like, cause you know the niggas ain't fucking up properties in real life. Like you know, like all the all everything animation goes into everything that makes like a lot of the media and entertainment what it is. And I just feel like it's fucked up that people aren't like being compensated for their work as magical as it is and as like ground. Like, they're, like, doing the groundwork for most of, like, what entertains us. And they're just being, like, paid dust. Like, that's not, that's not cute. I don't like that. Well, I, I don't like it either. That fucking sucks. I mean. (laughs) I know you're People being underpaid. People being underpaid is kind of, like you know, the bread and butter of, of what it means to be human, you know? And so my heart goes out. What do we do? Are we boycotting? Well, it's kind of hard to boycott, but (laughs) it's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be an asshole, but like (laughs) a lot of times that's how I feel about it. I'm glad that you're bringing awareness to it because I didn't know Mm -hmm. specifically. Um, but a lot of times it's how I feel about this stuff, which I think I'm cynical. I'm definitely cynical. Um, 
Because it's like, what do we do? I mean, if there is a call to action, I want to know. So if you find one, let us know. Keep us updated. I will try. Um, was anything else trash on the TL this week? I mean, it seemed like you had something to get off your chest there. So I'm, I wasn't sure if... I mean, I do have something else, but... How you're feeling? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have nothing else. It's not like... You've it's got a, something else on the warmer? It's not It's not like anything I have to get no, off. what's it? What is it? I was talking to Vlad. You know, I was talking to my brother, Lizzie. We love Vlad. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I was talking to Vlad, and we were talking about um, um, how... And it's crazy, because I had seen... I had just seen, like, a post about this, too. The, um, there was... I forget where I saw it, though, if it was Instagram or Twitter... Um, it was a, no, it was a screenshot of Instagram DMs that somebody had posted on Twitter and, um, people were going back and forth because someone had said they wanted that like Dirk in India kind of love. And I guess her friend had responded to her and was like, that's unrealistic. And she was like, how? And she was like, or, and the friend was like, you can't ask for someone to love you the way that somebody else is loving somebody else <laughs> like you know what i'm saying um and oh yeah that was that like dialogue that back and forth exchange mm -hmm. and like yeah, I, I saw that yeah and like me and vlad were talking about how like it's like kind of unfair because a lot of women do think like that like they're they think they're saying like, oh, I want to, cause she, you know, she tries to defend herself and being like, no, I'm saying like, I want to be loved out loud and I want to be celebrated and da da da. And I, I don't remember it word from word, but like the way that I feel about it and the way that what me and Vlad was saying about it is like, say, like you can say, oh, I want to be loved out loud and I want to be celebrated. But like, if those are the examples that you're going based off of, like, the people that are trying to love you out loud and trying to celebrate you in the way that they can, you're not going to notice it and you're not going to appreciate it. And so you're not really going to like accept it if you're looking for what somebody else is giving to somebody else. <laughs> like you're not that. I person. mean, I definitely get that perspective. However, what I, I want to say though, I want to say, I don't think that that was what that guy was saying. I, that's, no, I'm saying I don't. I don't know that, what that guy, guy was that was talking to that guy that was talking to her. Like I want to say that whatever y'all are saying, like I'm gonna respond to that. But I'm not ever. I disagree with that guy because that guy that she was talking to, like he was just responding to her in such a way as to humble her. What he was saying to her was, oh, people, like I said, I, I not, mm. what he said. To, okay, I understand. I'm telling you. <laughs> like you don't have to defend no I'm i was sorry now. i was just i was just reiterating that i didn't really know what he said well so go on he said that like what he said in response to her was like you're not gonna get that because you're not her like and he was saying like i believe he said like average bitches is not gonna get shit like that you know like basically to say like you're not gonna get that because you don't deserve that oh which, <laughs> when which is when men say shit like that in response to women like this is why women say shit like that because like That's they do deserve that That's even if you're not able to provide that saying that Dirk and India type of love like and again I don't know this girl I don't know her intention a lot of girls are very materialistic a lot of people are very materialistic she could have been saying like truly I want to be loved out loud and like it could have been you know her man was able to buy her 
a, a, a dozen roses. And he's posting that, uh, you know, a selfie of the two of them on Instagram. That maybe to her is that Dirk and India kind of love. And she is allowed to say that. You know, that's what that is to her. And I feel like, I feel like for people to look at her just saying, oh, I want that Dirk and India type of love. And then immediately be like, oh, like, you can't say that because why are you going to try and compare yourself to blah, blah, blah. Like, you're allowed to say that if you feel like somebody's relationship embodies to you what a relationship is. If she would have posted a picture of her parents and said, like, I want that mom and pops type love, nobody would have had an issue with that. It's a similar thing to it to me. To me. Now. No, I know what you're saying. I, feel I know what it. you're saying. We were talking. I related it back to that as to the as it being trash on the timeline. It coincidentally coincided with, like, something from real life. And, like, it added fuel to, like, the conversation that we was having, and that's how we ended up on the thing that we were saying. Like, the whole, like, if you're expecting what you see on social media from niggas that aren't the social media niggas or whatever, you're not going to really... If you're not... If you want what you see there, you're not really going to appreciate what I can give to you. That was where... How we ended up on that. So, yeah. All that shit... I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, no, no, yeah, that's true. But, like, now let me also respond to that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like (laughs) people are allowed to want what they want. And I think that it's, there is an element to that is true. Like, you should pay attention to what is in front of you. But if you want a certain type of treatment and you're seeing that on social media, like, it's not to say that, I, I don't know, like, why not provide that? You know what I mean? And this to say, like, unless it's, oh, like, <clears throat> I want to be flewed out, you know, and we taking trips every weekend or whatever. And you're and if you're with somebody that's like, but sometimes, like, if you want that, if she wants that or whatever, then I just kind of feel like then that's just not the person for you. Like, if you can't provide that, then that's just not the person for you. That's just how I feel, you know, like me personally, because I also see shit on social media that I like. And if it's something that like my man hasn't thought to do for me and it's something that's doable, like, oh, baby, like, let's do this. Like, oh, like, you know, then he can just do that for me. You know, like people can just ask for those things. And I don't really see what the problem is. I feel like I feel like a lot of times like men in particular, like get really defensive and protective over what they bring to the table and don't want to take any feedback or be asked to bring anything additional. But if it's like if it's something that's within your grasp, like, why not? However, if she is like going above and beyond and it's just like always like, oh, like, something that's completely aspirational and is really just so out of reach. Okay. That's different. But I feel like the general statement of like, Oh, like what social media niggas do is what social media niggas do. It's like, so what the only difference between social media niggas and real life niggas in a lot of cases is the fact that social media niggas post that online. Like social media niggas, they do grand gestures and post it online. Do we think that, there's not people doing grand gestures and not putting it on social media. No, there's definitely like, a lot I, of people that aren't. So I think that it's totally possible and realistic and not wrong at all for a woman or any person, really. Like, and let me let me even say it like this. <clears throat> I, I uh, stalk my man online. Like, I'm not afraid to say it. Like, I go on his page and I look at what he posts because 
It's not like because I think he's doing anything. It's just because I love him and I think he's cool and I want to see what he's posting. Like, that's it. And a lot of times, like, I do see him, not a lot of times, but a couple of times, I have seen him repost things like because he's really into anime and so like i think in that culture it's really possible to get like a lot of cool custom items and stuff like that and like i've seen a lot of really cool gifts that and some really cool expensive gifts that some anime girls be getting for their boyfriends or whatever and i've seen him post these things like oh i'm so jealous whatever whatever and like for me like I'm just taking notes because when I get money, I'm going to get those things for him. You know, like, I don't really see why that can't be the response of like, okay, like, I just want to get those things for you. But maybe it's because he also appreciates the things that happen in real life. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because I'm seeing both of those things. But I just feel like in general, men should not be looking at the things that women are saying that they want and be like, oh, like, you can't ask for those things because this is what I have. Like, no. Step your game up. And I, I, I agree with that. You're definitely factual in all of those things. You had... The type of girl that we were talking about was the one that you mentioned, was the one where you were like, you're asking for all of these things out of people that you know, like, don't have it or whatever. Like, the I want to be flued out everywhere. Okay, I just want to yeah. make sure that in Women's History Month, the <laughs> distinction is made, okay? Yes, because yes, no, you definitely not got it. talking about women. No, no, no you got terms. it. You got it. You got it. It's funny, too, because I was thinking. I was going to mention it be a Women's History Month, so I'm glad that you, you know, you found a way to work it in this, Sister Soldier. Whatever, I'm tired of y'all calling me that. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know where that came from. I think I called you it one day when we were kids being an asshole. Just like, was it you or Ma that gave me Poindexter? No, that definitely came from my father. No, I think I, I think I called you Sister Soldier. You definitely did not call me Sister Soldier first. Sorry, love. Uh, whatever, but was it you or Ma that called me Poindexter first? Because either way me yeah i was gonna say I, either way you call me it the most like you've always been poindexter to me like joshy washy joshy washy do you have a featured artist this week yes i do but why would you just do me like that on the on the airwaves i don't like that <laughs> um but yes I do have a featured artist. This week's featured artist is a duo consistent of a previous featured artist called... <coughs> Sorry, I had to get my phone out because I wanted to tell you that it was oh like crazy. But the duo is called The Groovement. And I the Groovement? Yes, The Groovement. Ooh! I like movement with a groove. Yes. Ooh. But like, you know, it's the D A Groovement G R U V E M E N T. Who is it? It's Kareem and let I don't want to tell you the <laughs> I'm trying to get his name up, but I want to tell you the wrong name. His Twitter you at You need is, to write this down somewhere. So I do be having it, have it on a post-it note because every week you're like, let me get it. Because it'd be in my it's notes. Because it'd be in my notes app and I'd be on the FaceTime thing with you in my ring light. Like, it's so not good it. enough. You need to have it somewhere that's ready and accessible. I'll write it down in my little notepad next time. But um, We're going to work on that for next time. Yes, we are. I'm sorry, y'all. 
Um, but his at on Twitter is at most generous M O S G E N E R O U S. But yes, they are in a group called the Groovement. I've been listening to their song Lifeguard a lot lately. I know they're working on a project. Um, I believe we mentioned it the last time when Kareem was a feature artist. Um, but yep, they're working on a project. Should be done soon. Should be out soon. Um, I'll make sure to talk about it when it does drop. But for now, you know, go stream Lifeguard. Um, and go stream Fonto too. I think Fonto just dropped. He did. I saw um Keith say something about it. Yeah. So. I was everybody. That's what I meant to. I meant to go look into that. Um, but yeah, that's all, that's all we got for y'all really, you know what I'm saying? You know, we appreciate y'all, all, all three of y'all, oh, you know today. what I'm saying, sticking it out. That's what I'm saying. Come on. Um, and now, yeah, so we appreciate all, uh, three, four, five of y'all that be, you know, tuning in, listening, you know, parlaying. Not three, four, it's us. more than three, four, five of them. I think um, it's like 15 at this point. We'd love it if y'all would hit us up, engage, talk. It'll give me some motivation to get back in the stool because let me tell y'all, I'm fucking busy, okay? I got a promotion. I'm a boss now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got direct reports. So <laughs> I be up. having shit to do. Shut up. Um, I'm not fucking lying. Like, it's it's the reality of the situation. So y'all got to give me a reason to be here. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you know, being here to feed the public should be reasoned enough. Y'all should be honored that I even showed up to this fake shit. Bitch, we're not doing this. Um, but yeah, y'all can hit us up on everything at Sir and Slim, S-I-R-A-N-D-S-L-I-M. You know, that's everything we did. Um, also, Gmail, SirAndSlim at gmail.com if you want to send us something, some advice, some letters, some whatever, whatever, I don't know. Uh, some topics, you know, we'll get to it. Um, Shout out to the one percent of listeners that are listening to us in the Middle East and <laughs> and in Puerto yeah. and in Puerto Rico. We international with it, baby. We international with it, baby. I mean, we going worldwide. It's only up from here. What's um? Who be saying that Pitbull? We worldwide. Yeah, no, we're not Pitbull. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not featuring, I don't, we're not featuring Jennifer Lopez, aka Ashanti. I have never been. Ah! Oh my God, before we get out of here, let me say, ugh. I got into a debate with my father because he said that Janet Jackson and J-Lo have equal talent. Can we end the podcast right now? Because I don't want to talk ill of your father on air. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we about to get out of here y'all peace right it's all late now <laughs> bye bye love y'all
Thank you.